Good morning, good morning, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of the Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha, and I hope everyone had a wonderful weekend. I am coming to you today with a bonus episode from, um, it's a book that I bought off Amazon that um, is all about Pisces, pretty much, but when I was looking through it, uh, there's a lot of the stuff that we already kind of know and discussed in previous episodes, so I figured that there's no point for me to reiterate that, especially now that we're in the rising uh, aspect of the show. Um, so I just wanted to read um, and kind of maybe explain certain uh, chapters. So I'm going to definitely read... Um, the chapter five, which is Pisces in love, and this is going to explain how Pisces does with all 12 zodiac signs, because of course, this is also a astrological relationship podcast. And then I'm also going to read uh, chapter six, um, which is about uh, deacons. And a lot of people don't know about deacons. And I think that would be kind of a good way to kind of open that up um, with this show, with this podcast, rather. Um, if you don't know, deacons is pretty much more of the accurate term for people who, let's say, are born on the cusps, you know, that they believe that, oh, they're, you know, like, a, let's say, like a Pisces Aries. Um, many people will look at you crazy if you're like, oh, I'm a Pisces Aries, because, there is no way for the sign to be the sun to be in two signs. That I understand is why they look crazy at people, because it's it's true. The sun cannot be in both signs. It's either going to be in Pisces or it's going to be in zero degrees of Aries. Right. And those are usually people who are born like, let's say, on um, like more so around like our time, like the millennial time and stuff people who are born on, let's say, like, March 20th, if they're, I'm guessing, I don't know, but if they're born, like, let's say, um, early in the morning, they could be, like, a 29 degrees Pisces, but let's say if they're born around noon or so, or whenever the sun changes, they can be zero degree Aries, so, like, um, a great example is my ex, and he was born on March 21st, so, the whole time we're dating, we're thinking he's a Gemini, um, because that is the day that Gemini, uh, the sun enters Gemini, technically, right? So if you don't look up his birth time, he will be a Gemini, technically. But um, because my son, you know, found his, uh, his um, whatchamacallit, his birth certificate, so uh, then I asked him to tell me uh, what it was. Um, when I did his chart, he ends up being literally, I mean, it literally looks like he's on, like, he's right in the split, but he's literally, like, 29 degrees Taurus, and I was like, what the fuck, this whole time I'm thinking this dude's a Gemini, because he actually seems more like a Gemini, he, like, he does not, the only thing I could see, because he, back, back when I met him, and I know I'm jumping all over the place, but he was, like, um, I'm a Gemini uh, Taurus cuss or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I know that there was no such thing because I've studied astrology for years since I was 12. So 
I was like, oh, well, I was like, I've heard of that because, you know, even my birthday is considered a quote unquote cusp. Like it's saying that I'm Libra Scorpio, which is the sign of uh, drama or something like that. Um, the cusp of drama or whatever. And so, um, but I'm not like, it's not like my birthday was on like the 23rd of October, but yeah, his is, um, exactly on the day that it's supposed to be Gemini, but he ends up being a Taurus, which confused me a lot because I, I kid you guys not, he, he has Gemini qualities like a motherfucker. And it's like, um, that's why in my opinion, I feel like yeah, he's a Taurus, but he has a lot of Gemini energy because he's literally like a second or two off from being a Gemini. So that's how I feel that is. But um, deacons are more accepted and understandable. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and jump into that. <laughs> but I know that went like all crazy. Okay, and then I'm, so I'm going to read that one, and then I'm going to read uh, what Pisces needs to thrive, because I think that's a good thing for anyone who has a Pisces in their life, or who has a crush on a Pisces, or, um, you know, just, you know, just so we can know how to take care of our fellow Pisceans, so, um, but first, I want to bring you guys to um, the sponsor of the day, and that is my jewelry store on Etsy, Alari Sky. Uh, this is, you know, my little baby <laughs> just opened up on the new moon of Pisces. Um, and it's been doing well. So a lot of, you know, like I, I mentioned to some people, a lot of the more uncommon stones and a little bit of like the rare or more heightened stones have already sold out. So now what's left mainly is some quartz, um, stuff, which I notice um, is not really, like, being looked at as much or picked up as much, because I feel like quartz, which is not just, it's not only just clear quartz, but quartz is just the easiest stone to get a hold of, and I think people are looking for more things, so I actually just put up a honey calcite. I did have a blue tiger's eye, but that sold out, and, um, Chrysocolla, which if you're looking for, if you're looking to really get into that divine goddess energy, Chrysocolla is known as a goddess stone. So definitely go for that if you're trying to work on your divine feminine. But I put that up. I also put up a green aventurine. Um, what was the other one? Green aventurine and uh, a, a, yellow, a jasper, a bumblebee jasper. So those are still there um, if you're looking for more of the rare stuff. I have a lot of stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Um, if you want, you can favorite it on Etsy. Um, I will put the link in the show notes. But, um, yeah, if you want to support me, um, they're really good quality stones. I go and handpick them myself. I don't play around with fake shit, so... All my crystals up there are real, and they're, I use uh, good quality wire. I have ran out of the um, the uh, gold filled, um, so there's still one up there, which is on a Veracruz Amethyst, if you would like, um, if you're into that, but I'm getting more supplies. I'm also working with another amazing stone that I think everyone's going to be interested in. 
but I have a lot of stuff coming out of new stones, but I'm just waiting for supplies to wrap them so I can put them up to the store. And um, also I'm looking to do like uh, theme stuff. So like I'm going to be looking to put up some Aries crystals, things to help us through Aries season and so forth. Since that's the beginning of the astrological uh, wheel, I'm going to start it in Aries seasons. No point to start it in Pisces when Pisces season will be over, I believe, on either Saturday or Sunday, one of the two. One of them, I don't know, but yeah, let's go ahead and jump in with this. So I'm going to start with uh, the chapter five, which is Pisces and love. So it's kind of lucky for you, Pisces, because you guys kind of get a double dose of that. Um, because, you know, there, that also I also read that in um, the sex and relationship episode, episodes um, that with that has it in the other books and stuff. So lucky you guys. I was wondering if I should do this for every sign, but I don't know. This book is just it's kind of meh. Like, that's all I was like, when I got it, I was like, oh, it's just kind of basic. It's basically what I've already talked about. So there's really no point um, to it, I guess. I guess the, the decadence and the, um, what is it, the, the thri- how, like, uh, what Pisces needs to thrive, I think those aspects would be nice to read for other signs. But I'd have to look. I had only seen this one, but then when I looked at it, I was like, how come it's always, like, only certain you know, signs that get their own books. I can understand, you know, because a lot of them are like Scorpio big time gets like their own shit. And then you have Capricorns or Geminis or something like that. But everyone else or Pisces, but everyone else kind of is like, you know, it's weird. But anyways, uh, okay, so it's chapter five, Pisces in love. And so it says, There is no romantic more hopeless than Pisces. Pisces lives and breathes romance, dreaming of sharing themselves and their lives with with a cherished other. The intensity of the Pisces in love is something not everyone is prepared for. It can seem almost surreal how far they're willing to go to give their all to those they love. Experience in love with a Pisces is a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience that has no equal. So I want you guys to look at this as your... Definitely, you can do your big three. And um, Pisces, Venus, this is for you as well, because, of course, we show what things we are attracted to or what we love or value in the Venus sign. So I want you guys to have a Pisces, uh, Venus, to also take this into mind. Pisces, Moon as well, Pisces, Rising. Of course, this is all about Pisces, Sun. So all of those uh, definitely... um, this is for you. <laughs> but um, also, I feel like Pisces, Venuses relate the most to this because a lot of you guys, you just can fall in love so easily and you value just the romance and having that special someone to connect and understand your your love and emotions and everything. So, all right. Anyways, let's go ahead and say it says... Um, okay, I just want to make sure I, I already, okay, so intuitive and spiritual Pisces reads their lover like a book and then translates what they've read into that person's needs. 
To be sure you're serious, because when the Pisces reads any hint of deception or falsehood, they will be shattered and they will make sure that you share in in at least a small portion of the pain you've caused. This is very true. So it's not like they're hell-bent on revenge like Scorpios are. But um, Pisces, when you fuck them over, they're going to make sure that you kind of feel how they felt when you fucked them over. Um, and it's going to be definitely in a emotional way because I feel like when Scorpios, when they do revenge, they make sure they hit everything. They make sure they're going to hit you physically. And I'm not like, I'm not trying to say like fighting, but they're going to make sure you're going to either suffer physically, emotionally, or mentally. And I feel like with Scorpios, it's more on a mental mind fuck when they, um, when they, um, revenge you, they will, they will fuck you, um, psychologically, um, but Pisces definitely will get you more emotionally, so be careful with that, um, I know that's one of my fucking toxic traits, uh, sometimes, is that, um, when someone does something really kind of fucked up or hurtful for me, where it hurts me, um, while I want, while I, like, I allow myself to cut them loose. I kind of, I kind of like to get, I want them just to feel a little, a little inkling of how they made me feel. So, I mean, is that a good thing? Not necessarily, but you know, I'm a, you know, Pisces moon. So that just comes out of my subconscious sometimes where I just don't even realize what I'm doing until it's too late. So anyways, it says Pisces are not people to trifle with. I'm going to read that again because people seem to think that these people are innocent. Pisces are not people to trifle with. The scars of love can run deep in them, creating rafts of scar tissue that can be opened easily when they detect that you're being dishonest or equivocating with them. So you're never going to double cross Pisces, in my opinion. Like If you do... Um, bravo, but they, they will get you, they they will get you, um, they don't play lightly, like, they're very nice, but I think once you, once you piss them off, like, you're playing with fire, in my opinion, anyways, but if you're the real thing, you'll be enveloped in an unparalleled experience of love, replete with the soaring emotions of two beating hearts that won't be, won't be stilled, the honest lover with serious intentions is a key to Piscean bliss. For those reading who have become enchanted by essential Pisces, remember that you're the one who must take the approach. Shy Pisces would never presume to do so. That's a small price to pay to experience the fullness of what romantic love is all about. Because you've hooked this fish, you're in for the most delightful experience of your life. And Pisces will remain at your side even when things go wrong. The emotional investment they make in their partners is not made lightly. It's made for the long haul. For Pisces, the heart and its ways are second nature, and love is all there is. Let's visit the other signs of the zodiac to discover which of them is more compatible with the most romantic and emotionally available of all the signs. So, as I, you know, as this book mentioned, um, Pisces they're they're truly loving creatures like 
if you want to be in love with someone, if you want love and you want someone to explore that with you and be able to go all the way like so deep into it, get your Pisces or someone with heavy Pisces placements, I can say, because um, that's truly what this sign is all about. It's just like, it's just compassion and connecting with someone, you know, on that deep, you know, level. Um, I feel like it's one of the only signs that can really allow themselves to be vulnerable in that aspect, like the most. Not saying no one else can, but I feel like Pisces, they're willing to take that leap with someone, especially if the person is responding to their emotions, you know, um, other signs, they do that, but everyone kind of has a little bit of a, of a, you know, they're a little scared to be vulnerable, put it like that. So we're going to start with Pisces and I'm starting, I mean, we're going to start with Aries. So this is, uh, talking about how it is to, if a Pisces is dating an Aries. So it says probably the most aggressive of all the signs of the Zodiac Aries can be described as ambitious and bold. Drawn to each other like magnets, there's chemical attraction aplenty between gentle Pisces and the audacious ram. Aries will move heaven and earth to get to get at Pisces, but that's Aries. These get these guys get what they want. The problem for a dreamy Pisces is that the energy of the ram can be as destructive as it is energetic. Tending to ins, ins, insensitivity, Pisces will have uh, will have difficulty maintaining emotional balance in a relationship with someone born under Aries. And because that's because when Aries, you guys are very passionate yourself. I really feel like you guys are like the water sign of the fucking fire signs. But um, I just, you guys are very passionate. And when you're in love, it's very quick and fast. Kind of like how Pisces are like, if Pisces connects with you, they're going to fall in love quick. But the difference is with that, in my opinion, is that while Pisces is, it's very, while it's very quick, it's also um, calm and patient and I don't, I don't want to say slow because that's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying, but not slow, but like it just moves at a good pace, put it like that. But Aries, on the other hand, while you guys are also passionate, you guys, you guys come on very aggressive. Like, I feel like the, I feel like when you hear the word love bombing, that, that's an Aries to me. (laughs) That is an Aries in my opinion, because when you guys are really into it, you guys are like, you are ride or die for that fucking relationship. Like you, like it said, you will move heaven and earth for this person. You will fight for this person, right? But it's very, like I said, it's very fiery and very aggressive. And um, when you guys, let's say, get upset at something, which I feel like you guys will have a hard time because you guys are very impatient and you like to, you're constantly like to move. It's move, 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 move. And Pisces isn't like that. Pisces is more um, slow and and flowy and, you know, like that. And that can kind of piss an Aries off. And so when you guys get upset, you guys are brutal. Like you will fucking just lay into somebody and Pisces, they're, they're too sensitive for that. Like you lay in a Pisces like that, you're going to obliterate them. They're going to be crying. 
they're going to be upset, they're going to be sad, they're going to be pissed off, it's going to be everything all at once, and it's just, it's not a good combo, like, I'm not saying you guys, it's, it can never work, but hopefully for someone, like, if, hopefully it's an Aries that, let's say, has either, like, a water moon or, um, I'll say an air moon even, um, or even an earth moon. That way it'll kind of, kind of, um, water down that kind of explosive, explosiveness, especially because you express yourself with your moon sign. So if you have like a water sign, that way it'll kind of help that out a bit, a little bit, but it might be a little more, it'll be, it might be too, Ooh, it might be too emotional then because yeah, fire is already emotional as it is. So, um, maybe like an earth or air sign that'll kind of, you know, ground that a bit more so, uh, earth sign most likely. But anyways, it says, um, sexually Aries love sex as an athletic event. There's little of the tender romance that Pisces live for. With compromise, this part of an Aries can, can encourage what this part of an Aries can encouraged they misspelled it that's not me so encouraged but does the ram sound interested and can promise um Aries can can promise but they have to really care for you to do that um otherwise yeah um Aries they're all about getting down to business they're not really into that slow romance like they want like once they want sex, they they want it right then, right there. They don't have time to, you know, like take it slow. They, you know, um, they just want to get what they want to get. And but Pisces isn't like that. Pisces needs romancing, so you have to be able to compromise if you're going to be dating one of these guys. So it says, as with everything else in astrology, the star sign can be tempered by other elements present in the birth chart, like the moon, your love interests is born under. So that's why um, I always mention moon signs are very important. You guys, it's just, it's just how you express it. It's your subconscious. It's the inner you. It's just how you express your emotions on a daily basis. So that's why I said someone with a moon, an Aries with the earth moon or air moon or even water moon will kind of like help that. Uh, with the whole um, Pisces thing. So it says, however, Aries may make for fun, for a fun Pisces fling, but there's little to suggest that the opposing energies of these two signs can coexist in loving harmony in the context of a relationship. They can, because I do have two friends. I've been together for years. They're married, actually, and um, it's a Pisces and an Aries. So it can work, but that's why I said, but the thing is, is it's funny because the Pisces has a lot of fire in their chart. You see, they have a Leo moon. And so um, that helps, um, and a Leo rising. So that helps with dealing with the Aries because I believe the Aries is uh, also has a Sag moon. So that's why I said, if you have other things in your chart, you can't just look at the sun sign because it works if you have the other elements of everything else. So, so I believe they're, moons work their venus and mars work as well um it's just not the um the uh mercury and the uh what is it the mercury and the sun and that's kind of like how my situation is with my husband 
it's just our sun and Mercury that don't really match up. Um, but everything else does. So, oh, our rising doesn't either because he's a Taurus and I'm a Leo rising. But okay. Anyways, so Taurus is the next one. It says represented symbolically by the bull. This star sign loves serenity and sensuality, while reliable and of any inherently um, stable disposition. Taurus also believes in the principle of manana. Don't rush these boven behemoths. They prefer to take their time, relax, and take in the sounds, scents, and scenery. Pisces and Taurus can be serenely happy together so long as Taurus doesn't attempt to change Pisces. Flexibility is not Taurus's strong suit, but if Taurus accepts Pisces' dreamy, free-willing ways, there's a lot of potential in this in this um, match. The stability of the bull is a wonderful complement to Pisces. Knowing what they want and when they want it helps. Focus fo- Pisces focus on on the here and now instead of the ethers beyond the earth. One recommendation for this pairing is the dedication both signs have to loyalty and commitment. In addition, both the Pisces and... Whoa, they fucked up here. (laughs) I don't think they fucking... (laughs) They did not... um... They did not um, reread what they wrote. They put, in addition, both the fish and the ram, which we know that Taurus is not the ram. That is Aries. So they meant the bull. So I'll just put Pisces. The fish and the bull are reserved and introverted, with both tending to a sentimentality that brings mutual joy. Pisces is deeply connected to the emotional component of sex, while Taurus focuses on its physical nature. While this may sound like a roadblock, it represents the yin and the what the fuck? I'm sorry, you guys, that this is, it It throws my mind off when stuff is misspelled. They put yin and yang when it's yin and yang. Yin and yang, a coupling that can bring great happiness to both partners. Both understand sex as a serious matter, representing the expression of a love bond between two people. In summary, Pisces in love with Taurus often finds a blissful realization of their dream. And if both partners are aware of and willing to work on their differences, this match has the potential to last a lifetime. I definitely know a lot of Pisces and Tauran besties, but this this uh this can work because I feel like that I don't know, I feel like Pisces would inspire Taurus. And not saying that Taurus isn't a creative sign. It is, it's just Taurus, it takes a long it takes time for you guys to move sometimes. Sometimes you guys will just kind of sit in your um, in your comfort zone. And I feel like Pisces can kind of bring that out a little bit. Because Pis- Pisces is about kind of like adventure and exploring. And I feel like they would kind of bring the Taurus out of their comfort zone and be willing to explore life with them um, and learning different things in life. So... I think it, it it's a good um one but yeah as far as um the flexibility uh with Taurus is fixed and you know they're stubborn while Pisces is mutable and they're go with the flow so that that can kind of like you know um put some issues there at times depending on who you're who you're with um, it says, okay, the next one is Gemini. It says, like the two fish, the twins of Gemini represent duality. 
but they also represent a dynamic and active sign that can't find enough hours in the day to do everything they have in their fevered imaginations to do. The problem here is that the vitality of Gemini brings with it a tendency to flip flip from one priority to another at the drop of a dime. Pisces can be thrown off balance by this, and that di- and that disorientation can be the source of pain for the sensitive fish. The activity level of Gemini is also something of a problem for Pisces. The fish needs time to recharge their batteries, and the hyperactive nature of the twins will leave them feeling depleted. While Gemini is sexually passionate, they often regard their sexuality as a toy, and they may include sensitive Pisces in that column, much in Pisces' detriment. Sex is much more than fun for Pisces, having strong emotional and spiritual components. While Gemini will appear a fly-by-night Pisces, Pisces will seem a bit of a, mile, um, a milestone, a millstone for, to Gemini. The, the energies of these two signs may be mitigated by other factors in the birth chart, but ultimately they work against one another, making for an unfavorable outcome. So, yeah, um, Geminis are very social. We know that very social, very flip floppy. They they're a jack of all trades, master of none. They are constantly doing a whole bunch of shit, and um, that will definitely, like it said, deplete Pisces because Pisces does need time to recharge. Um, and yeah, Pisces when it comes to sex, they're not about it just being like a hit and quit it. Like they usually put their you know, their heart and soul when they're having sex. Um, I'm a Pisces eighth house and that's how I connect with sex. That's what I prefer uh, when it comes to sex, because it's just like, I, I have to have that connection. I've never been like someone who can just fuck as like, you know, like have sex as a sport. I, it's just not, oh, how many people can I sleep with today? You know, I, it's just never been that kind of thing. Like, if I don't have a connection with you emotionally, then I can't have sex with you because when I have sex with someone, I literally, like, it's like my soul and my heart and everything is just being open. And I don't like to be vulnerable with someone that's not going to stick around. You know what I mean? Or that I don't see myself being with. So, all right. So the next one is Cancer. And it says, if Pisces has something like a twin in the rest of the zodiac, it's cancer. Represented by the crab, cancer boasts a similar ability to read the emotional currents in the surrounding people. At home in both earthly pursuits and those of the spirit, cancer is truly excellent match for Pisces. Sexually, this is a match made in heaven and mandated by the stars. Dreamy, tender, romantic, and full of welcome surprises, the fish and crab know exactly how to make each other happy. The spiritual, emotional, creative, and intellectual bond between Pisces and Cancer is the epitome of holistic, healthy sexuality that satisfies both partners on every level of their beings. Cancer provides an anchor in the real world for Pisces, while Pisces doesn't care to plan. Cancer is concerned with creating the light, the right conditions for the match to thrive into the into the future. This is an exceptional pairing, providing both partners with the bliss, emotional satisfaction, and intuitive, almost psychic connection both crave. For money, this is one of Pisces' best shots at the sort of love they desire. Love that's almost supernatural. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, I can see why it works, though, because literally, um, and even in medical astrology, they kind of consider 
um, Pisces and Cancer kind of twin signs because they're so much alike. Um, Cancer, you know, is a, um, excuse me, Cancer is a, um, why do I want to say a carnelian? And that's not what I'm trying to say, but that keeps popping in my head. Um, it's a cardinal. There you go. It's a cardinal uh, mode, right? And Pisces is mutable. So cardinal brings lots of ideas and is great with leadership. And that's what the cancer is. Cancer is a very ambitious um, sign that can, you know, you it, it likes to bring up ideas, find up ways to take care of people or even like make money because you got to understand they are the opposite of Capricorn. They're Capricorn, they're sister sign. So they both have like that ambition kind of way of, you know, like creating the life they love and not letting things get in the way. And I feel like, uh, because Pisces can sometimes be, you know, when you're mutable, you can easily like kind of like just flow with whatever and not really, um, I don't want to say like you don't really put you put effort but not as much as someone who like a fixed sign or like um cardinals you know like come up with just like great ways to do things but um I feel like that they would really you know they're they're, they're just both creative and both you know they they both can read and feel each other's emotions and when you have someone who can connect with you on that level it's amazing that's why um, like my husband is a Cancer Moon, I'm a Pisces Moon, and that's why I feel like we work um really good because we just both get it when it comes to that. So, all right, so Leo, so it says many call people born under this sign the narcissist of the zodiac, and that's not far wrong. Expect expect Leo not only to claim the spotlight but demand it. Dramatic and expressive, you can't miss the lion reigning over all the other signs. Leo doesn't play second fiddle to anyone. Because Leo likes to lead and control every aspect of their lives, they'll probably want that in your relationship too. This, for obvious reasons, can be a problem in a Leo-Pisces match. Sensitive Pisces won't care for Leo's steamroller approach to life, under which are squashed Piscean autonomy, along with Pisces' vibrant emotions. Pisces also is an introvert, while Leo is the extroverted life of every party they go to in the spotlight from start to finish. This tendency can rush can crush sensitive Pisces. The success of a match between Pisces and Leo rests on Leo's willingness to temper their need for attention. Pisces may also have difficulty with the materialistic nature of Leo. So, um, essentially, these two find much to enjoy in each other. Leo's intensity and the, the theatricality complements Pisces' love of fantasy, bringing both sexual f- satisfaction. Beyond that, this is a match that would require a great deal of accommodation and compromise from both parties. So, yeah, um, Pisces, you guys are kind of more introverted a little bit. And so, um, Leo, yeah, they do. They need lots of attention. They need a lot of, you know, they like to be the center of attention. That can be very tiring for someone like a Pisces. But if you can find a way, like I said, to really, you know, kind of accommodate that or either hopefully their charts kind of will match in with some of that you'll be able to work through it okay it says Virgo 
Perfectionist Virgo is rooted in the material world, practical, logical, and consistent. The Virgo loves to spend time making themselves matters of whatever they strive to master. Congito ergum sum, I think, therefore I am, is Virgo's mantra. On the other hand, Pisces feel. This is one of the greatest challenges of, of a match between these two. While Virgo relies on the intellect to guide, Pisces' intuition is their compass for navigating the world. With feet firmly planted on the ground, Virgo's analytical nature mystifies Pisces, whose primary concerns are the meaning of things and the potential inherent in each day. This drives the practical calculating Virgo mentally. Pisces can be maddening for the painstaking Virgo, but Pisces may also be capable of balancing the obsessive compulsive nature of the sign. While Virgo may be able to rein in a few of Pisces' less desirable traits, organizing and tempering them. Physically, sex for this pairing is excellent. Both partners will be highly satisfied by the emotional bonding their combined sexuality can create. But Virgo's analytical nature can get in the way as they'll always be wondering if this is the best they can do. And frankly, that's not enough for emotional Pisces, whose commitment to their partners is all-encompassing. So um, this is, of course, the sister sign of Pisces. Um, it's kind of, it's, it's just amazing how you can kind of see the things that each sign is lacking when it's their sister sign. So Pisces is very, um, you know, emotional, while Virgo is very logical, you know, Virgo is hardworking, while Pisces is more go with the flow and likes to take, you know, like they just like to you know, use their intuition to get through life while, you know, like Virgo likes to just, you know, use logic and intellect, and which is nothing wrong with that. But sometimes you you just can't always use logic and intellect, in, in my opinion. Sometimes you just have to listen to your gut, listen to your intuition, because it never, it never guides you wrong. But um, this pair can work, but it is going to take a lot of work because, you know, Virgos are people who like to get things done and Pisces, they kind of, they can fall on the lazy side sometimes and that can sometimes burn up a a Virgo um, person. Okay, so next one is Libra. Fun fact, only Libra is, de- is denoted by a man-made uh, symbol. The scales represent the balanced nature of this sign, and people born under it reflect the nature of the scales, which is symmetry in all things. While this pairing is desirable, both signs require a partner who is somewhat more stable and stronger. (laughs) With both being intensely idealistic, this celestial coupling might be better off with a little more real. As always, this factor may be mitigated by other influences and the charts of both. Libra's diplomacy combined with the Pisces preference for flexibility can be at odds, but but fortunately, the communicative styles of both sides are focused on reaching an agreement. Diplomacy and flexibility are two sides of the same coin, realized via different methodologies and strategies for each. Libra tends to be analytical, while Pisces' heart leads the way on a path forged by that dominant Piscean trait, intuition. Libra has trouble letting go of rationality, while Pisces has learned to trust intuition above all. This can lead to headbutting that both signs can encounter difficulties arriving at decision further complicates the interaction between the two. Because of the analytical side of Libra, Pisces may in- interpret their words and actions as emotionally detached or even cold. 
And while Pisces is introverted, Libra tends to be extroverted, creating potential lifestyle conflicts. There's plenty of chemistry popping between these two, but that may show strain eventually as Libra takes a less serious approach to sex than Pisces, who requires an emotional and spiritual sexual connection. If both partners are committed to understanding the needs of the other, the pairs the parent can endure. But that commitment is necessary for the relationship to stand the test of time. So, yeah, the biggest thing with the Libra and Pisces pairing is that uh, you'll no one will ever know where to eat. <coughs> Excuse me. And I'm being serious because um, that's already a hard Libra trait. And Libras are somewhat ple- people pleasers. Pisces are as well, so one is not going to want to hurt the other's feelings, so you'll never be able to really decide on anything that involves, like, something serious. Um, It'll just look like, uh, what do you want? No, what do you want? What do you want? No, what do you want? It'll basically look like that, which is not going to be fun for both parties. Um, As far as, uh, yeah, Libras can be quite, you know, we can be quite analytical at times. You know, sometimes I know... I will overanalyze the fuck out of certain situations. And that's what gets me kind of stuck. Um, is that a lot of the time before I really discovered um, my chart and, you know, really diving deep into my um, thing when I didn't know that I had a Pisces moon, um, I would overanalyze everything. And I still find myself doing that. But now it's like when I feel myself overanalyzing, I'll be like, okay, Tasha, stop what you're doing, you know, close your eyes, breathe. And then I'll just ask my, you know, like intuition, like I'll ask, I'm like, what, what is it that I need to be doing? And when it pops in, I go with that. Um, and that's me. That's how I've, you know, gotten my intuition to be sharper and also gotten myself to um, really listen to it um, the best that I can. I'm not saying I'm perfect at it, but the best that I can, because like I said before, I, I just wouldn't do shit. And that's why even when it came to my crystal store, do you know how many times like I wasn't about to launch it? So I was like, no one's going to like it. What happened? No one buys it. What happened? This, blah, 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 blah. You know, like I, I get really analytical about it. And then you know, my intuition was like, just do it, do it. And I was like, you know what, I'm fucking doing it. So (laughs) I did it. And look, you know, people are buying it, you know, and I've already gotten a few, like some reviews of some of the people and it's been really positive. And even when I put the picture up there and it looks amazing up there. So I was really happy. She looked really beautiful on it, looked good on her. And I was like, see, like my intuition knew, it knew like, girl, just do it, like, I've even been painting you guys lately, like, that's why I love Pisces season, because Pisces season for me is just, it just brings out my creativity, it just heightens my intuition, you know, I, I've been wanting to paint Neptune for I don't know how long, I finally painted it, and it came out beautiful, and then yesterday I painted a flower, and today, who knows what I'm gonna do, but um, I definitely, it's just therapeutic for me, and it just feels good, it just, I've just been really in my creative flow since this whole thing. And um, it's just important. I don't know how I got from there to from talking to Libra, but 
basically that's how it is. Anyways, let's go ahead and jump to Scorpio, Scorpio for Pisces. Okay, so this powerful dynamic sign is so full of fire, people often believe it couldn't possibly be a water sign. But like Pisces and Cancer, that's exactly what Scorpio is. And when Pisces gets together with Scorpio, the phrase a match made in heaven comes to mind, equivalent to appearing with Cancer. There is no match more perfect for the romantic fish than Scorpio. Reading each other's minds, this is the match that Pisces prays for. Scorpio is committed by nature to protecting those nearest and dearest to them. They're leaders who apply their leadership skills to relationships, but not in a dictatorial way. They seek to make sure that no harm comes to those they love most. And for Pisces, this is a stellar trait in a partner. Scorpio, like Pisces, can intuit the motivations of others, tempering Pisces' trusting nature with an ability to identify red flags in other people. But Pisces needs to be patient with the level of sensitivity modeled by Scorpio. This can border on paranoia. Pisces can draw Scorpio out, allowing somewhat moody Scorpio to open up and share. There is a distinct aura to this relationship. Cocooned together, these two water signs are, are a mystery to others, but Pisces and Scorpio find in each other the epitome of norm- normality. Other people are weird. For this coupling, sex is transcendent, meeting each other's unspoken need- needs by t- telepathy. The Pisces-Scorpio romantic couple transcends what most people think of as love. This astrological combination is an, is intensely spiritual, going for far beyond the mundane. So, um, this is obviously a perfect match, <laughs> and it seems like it seems like so far, the Pisces seems to only be able to have a perfect match with other water signs because they would think that. Um, you you would just think that like the earth would be also be like a good match, but I noticed they kind of have like some issues there. But I think this is amazing too that um they said that the sex is transcending here, so that's really amazing. It's like very magical to me. And um yeah, it's just that the reason why this works is because again, uh both are intuitive signs, but I feel like Scorpio on the other hand has more of a they have that Martian rulership in there, so it makes them more of a, um, even though it's a feminine sign, that Mars placement adds more of a masculine aspect to it. So Scorpios are very protective of the ones they love, extremely, and they won't let anything hurt you. And while they are hard to get through emotionally, once you get to them and you open them up, to me, it's... I, in my opinion, and I'm not because I'm just married to one, but that is one of the most (laughs) attractive, sexy, beautiful signs you can be with. I I kid you not. They they really are. And um, they're just so passionate and they just understand you. And I feel like with Pisces, I feel like their intuition is more heightened than Scorpio, but I feel like Scorpio is more psychic in my opinion um and when you have both of those together like you have you know the Pisces like allowing themselves just to go with like their their gut feeling their intuition and also using their intuition with their partner their partner can also do that with them but also it's like very psychic with reading like what they're thinking like when they're upset they're gonna Scorpios are gonna know oh 
they're upset, even without them saying it, they're, they're just going to be able to really kind of read their mind. And that just works so well with Pisces because they feel seen um, when it's like that. So <clears throat> it makes sense. All right. Um, so the next one is Sagittarius. It says, represented by the archer, Sagittarius aims its bow at adventure and knowledge. This sign is dedicated to adventures of all kinds whether travel, intellectual, or spiritual. A roadblock in the success of a relationship with a Pisces-Sagittarius couple is the direct, unfiltered nature of the archer. Sensitive Pisces isn't the biggest fan of that characteristic. It's also of note that Sagittarius gets things done, whereas Pisces needs to dream about actions before undertaking them. That is so fucking true. That just spoke to my soul right there, because that's usually how... I work like and when I dream it then I have to dream it and then when I dream it I want to take action with it so that's that's interesting all right while this may seem lazy this aspect of Pisces is more about envisioning the road forward than not wanting to move Sagittarius decisive and active nature can feel a little vulgar to the fish for all the hippy-dippy vibes of Pisces people born under this sign are by nature conservative Pisces thinks before speaking and looks before leaping, not so not so Sagittarius. They are impulsive, appearing wild and reckless to the careful Piscean. The Sagittarius' intensely social nature is also alien to Pisces, who desires to cocoon more than the social world. Sagittarius is often also non-committal about romantic relationships, which the Pisces will invariably result <clears throat> excuse me, result as an insult. While the physical attraction between Pisces and Sagittarius can be powerful, Pisces will feel the absence of an emotional or spiritual component. Sagittarius thinks of sex in very physical terms, which can be frustrating for Pisces, for whom sex is almost a sacrament. While this relationship can have a chance under the right conditions, mutual attentiveness, being indispensable, Sagittarius is not the best match for Pisces. Uh, Sagittarius is basically, um, it's ruled by Jupiter and so is Pisces. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter and Neptune. But, um, yeah, it's like the complete opposite of, um, you know, Pisces kind of, um, I feel like they will have the adventuring aspect in uh, mind, but as mentioned, Pisces isn't as, you know, impulsive and action oriented as the Sagittarius. So it can kind of be a little too hard to deal with um, on that aspect um, with that coupling. Okay, so next one is La Capricorn. And this says, while Capricorn is an earth sign, they're represented by the seagull. This mythical creature has a tail, so it finds itself at home in both the realm of emotion and that of the material, tangible world. Solid, practical Capricorn is an excellent complement to the emotional, mystical nature of Pisces, bringing the fish back to reality with patience, understanding, and deep love. These two find common ground with ease. Capricorn brings romantic Pisces needed stability. With the seagull able to move between the realms of the material and the far-off ethers, Pisces finds quiet strength in Capricorn lover. And Capricorn, not being that affected by romantic notions, finds in a Pisces a doorway to this world of emotion and spirituality. Following them to... Of following them to step into a world that sometimes shy away from. 
A potential conflict between these two is money. Capricorn is keenly aware of practical real-world concerns, while Pisces is more likely to be less than concerned with this aspect of life. This can be frustrating for both parties, with Capricorn skittish about the Piscean tendency to generosity and charity, and Pisces inhibited in his respect by the care taken around money by the seagull. Sexually, Capricorn loves the fun aspect of sex, entering into this side of the relationship with Gutso. Pisces will, oh, sorry, my cat's like about to step on everything. Um, Pisces will love this adding romanticism and an emotional cons- constancy that Capricorn finds reassuring. This pairing has a great chance to succeed because of the balance between the two signs. So this can work, of course. Um, I'm sorry, Daenerys is trying to get under the blanket. So if you guys want to see my cats, they are posted on the um, at, uh, the charming Libra on IG. <laughs> um, okay. So anyways, but, um, I can see this working because yeah, um, I feel like Capricorns, it's weird because they get a bad rep of not being very emotional and which they're not, they pretty much have, they're kind of like the earth and Scorpio where it's like, they don't really, um, they don't really show what their, um, their, you know, their real feelings until, um, sorry about that. My cat is like trying to eat something. So I'm like, the fuck? I am so sorry, guys. Bear with me. But, um, okay. Anyways, I keep getting distracted. But Capricorns, they don't really show their softer side unless they really care for you. Otherwise, they have this very, you know, like stone face thing going on. Um, And if they don't give a fuck about you, they're never going to show that they have a caring side. But truly, they are very passionate, loving people. Um, They truly care for the ones that they really adore. And if they don't adore you, they kind of like dislike you slash hate you, right? Um, but other than that, I feel like they are the most grounding of the earth signs when it comes to Pisces, because I feel like, um, you know, Capricorn is known as the the daddy of the Zodiac. So they wouldn't know how to really take care and also honor Pisces emotions and how they feel and give them great advice and all of that good stuff. So that's why I, I could see them working really well. So the next one is Aquarius, and it says, the water bear is an air sign which replenishes the earth, creating abundant life. Great humanist thinkers, Aquarius' most pressing concern is to mend what's broken and to heal what's hurting. Pisces and Aquarius have little to recommend them as a match. However, Pisces' willingness to compromise may, may serve any relationship pursued between the two. Excuse me. And if Pisces can get Aquarius out of the realm of intellect, that is its natural home, the two may make their pairings work. Pisces is drawn to the intellectual nature of Aquarius, finding an outlet for its own intellectual nature, which strongly trends towards the metaphysical and interests that many Aquarians are likely to share. Ultimately, the cool detachment of Aquarius will puzzle the Pisces and frustrate the fish's need for intimacy. Aquarians' many, many distractions and preoccupations will drive Pisces nuts as there may seem to be no time to be fully present for the 
active inquisitive Aquarian. Pisces may also feel that they're being put last as Pisces, I mean, as Aquarius often gets caught up in the many interests that attract people born under the sign to the detriment of all else, including their partners. Pisces will also have a difficulty maintaining a strong connection with the water bearers sexually. Aquarians, while adventurous and inventive lovers, will seem too detached and physically oriented to, to Pisces. For this reason, Pisces may wind up feeling unsatisfied with their failure to connect emotionally with Aquarius. And to me, that would be the biggest issue um, with that pairing, in my opinion, because Aquarius, they just don't, you know, like on a one-on-one basis, they just have a hard time connecting to people. They have to really, really like them. And it's still kind of like, they they can be open and they're they're actually very emotional but it's hard to get to that point and i mean the hardest out of the zodiac truly because it's like they they're going to be very careful and anytime they see something up they'll always continue to keep withdrawing and pulling their emotions away and that's just not healthy for pisces cuz it will it will make them feel kind of sick and in my opinion i feel like they would try to overplease the aquarius while they're not getting that same in return. So as always, charts matter. But um, if you're just going to base this off, you know, just one like this, the sign or someone's whole chart, let's say someone's whole chart is mainly Pisces and someone's whole, the other person's whole chart is mainly Aquarius, it's going to be kind of difficult. Okay, so the last one, of course, is Pisces. So this Pisces on Pisces action, it says, as we have learned earlier in this book, Pisces are the realization of all the 11 other signs of the Zodiac's lessons. Intensely spiritual and emotional, Pisces lives in a tension between the fantastic and the concrete. It may seem at first, but two fish joined in a romantic union is not a walk in the park. With two of these dreamy romantics locked in a loving embrace, the going can get a little weird. The most dangerous aspect of a Pisces-Pisces relationship is the tendency of the two to become completely lost in each other. So the detriment of all else, the emotional tendencies of Pisces, are magnified when there are two in a relationship. That can lead to severe negativity as they feed off one another in a toxic loop. However, if one or both Pisces in the relationship has a moon and an earth sign, there is a greater hope of a successful match. With the moon being arguably an important, as important as the sun in any sign, Pisces gains needs, needs stability feet planted on the earth as they explore the ethers. Sex for a Pisces dual coupling is almost supernatural. With the intuition of two leading to erotic transcendence well, well beyond what most couples experience. While this relationship can work, both parties should take time take the time to explore their respective charts before they become intimate. Two Pisces can live lives of harmonious bliss when the planets are well aligned. Because we've discussed romantic relationships in this chapter, next we should delve into the more complex aspect of astrology astrology to understand how the planets and individual charts might affect the character of Pisces. As I've mentioned, the moon is is a particularly strong influence that should be considered as it's right up there with the sun. We'll also be looking into uh, decadence to gain a more well-rounded understanding of what makes Pisces tick. So, of course, I'm not going to read the moon part because uh, we're not, you know, we're going to be diving into a whole, like, detailed moon in season three, which starts in Leo season. 
um, in this podcast, but um, it's it only focuses on Pi- like Pisces with um, those Pisces moons. I mean, with those moons in their charts. Um, so we'll be going through that. I have plenty of other stuff to look at. So uh, we will go into that in the next season, but I am going to talk about the decadence here because they are important. So it says, going deeper into the world of astrology to understand Pisces, it says, many people are skeptical about astrology because its public representation is shallow. Many people believe that the sun sign determines the overall character of the zodiac. And I'm sorry, let me go back because I didn't even discuss a Pisces on Pisces relationship. But I agree with this book, in my opinion, because in my opinion, I feel like... (laughs) I I would have a hard time dating the same element of my sign. That is just me. And I know that it could work the best probably, but to me, it's just the point that you have to see a, you have to see like a, um, how can I put this? Like a recurring theme in, you know, each element, obviously. So what do you get with, you know, okay, so air signs, we're mental. The shadow side, they always say we're detached, right? Okay, fire sign, they're very passionate and and goal-oriented, but one of the uh, shadow sides of them is they're impatient and um, they can be selfish. For earth, they're very material, right? And very analytical, um, well, logical, but uh, the downside of them is also they can be very um, stone-faced slash uh, a little, well, a little too materialistic, and also um, they're they're more focused on, let's just say it, money, you know, that that can be their shadow side, and for the water signs, they're very, you know, passionate and uh, compassionate and um, emotional. But the thing with them is that they can be very um, manipulative and um, emotionally draining. So if, in my opinion, and especially with Pisces, because it's both like a very sensitive thing, I feel like they would, like it mentioned, they would just drown out each other. Like, you can't have two signs that are really sensitive because as it says, they will, if their charts aren't um, complementing each other, they're just going to drown. Um, they're going to drown it out. They're both going to be taking on this like very negative, depressive energy if they're feeling like that they can get addicted to things and all that stuff. So it can work, of course, because they're from the same sign, but uh, same like element. But to me, it just seems like it's not enough of a it's not like they can really, they can build each other up. I don't want to say that, but it's almost like they they can't encourage each other to do something because they kind of wouldn't know how to look for that because they both deal with the same shit, in my opinion. So, okay, but let's go ahead and jump back to the decadence part. So it says, this is a very superficial understanding of of what makes astrology tick. While the sun is determined by the date of birth, other aspects of the signs are determined by far more far more subtle indicators, including the position of other planets in the birth chart. While we've covered the aspects of astrology from this deeper method of inquiry in chapter one, essential 
to understanding the meaning of any sign is a knowledge of other influences present during birth. So it's not merely the date on which we were born that counts. Knowing where all the other planets were at the exact time of your birth is essential to gaining a more accurate picture of those born under the various signs. First, let's discuss the decadence, also called deacons, in astrological circles. So a matter of degree. But isn't degree everything? A few inches this way, a few inches that way, and everything not only feels but looks different. Astrology is simply a dynamic discipline of reading the movement of the planets during the, the specific time frames that we were born under. This can be defined further by knowing the time. Because planets don't just swish around the solar system willy-nilly, their positions vary by degrees. Before we move into a discussion of deacons, let's let's get a handle on trip triple triple cities triple cities something like that every zodiac sign is ruled by one of the four physical elements earth air water and fire so earth of course capricorn taurus virgo air gemini libra aquarius water cancer scorpio pisces and fire aries leo and sagittarius it's easy to see why these groupings are referred to as tri triplicities with three signs in each of the four elements. As the subtle suggests, deacons concern degrees, specifically degrees and multi multiples of 10. In each sign, there are three deacons, uh, representing 10 degrees each. Each of these deacons, in turn, is governed by the movement of a specific planet. This is a powerful influence on people born under any sign in the zodiac. The planet your deacon is ruled by is as influential as the sun sign itself. But the deeper you go into astrology, the more extraordinarily specific you'll find it is. The first deacon is part of the same triplicity and the element of the sign in question. For example, the first deacon of a planet appearing in Pisces applies to the first deacon on or 10 degrees. This indicates the most un undiluted expression of the traits for which Pisces is best known. It is the same story for all the signs. So... Basically, what it's saying is, um, as as if you're like, like, let's say if you're born, it goes by the first ten degrees, right? So if you're born, let's say from zero to ten degrees of Gemini, right? You're gonna be a Gemini, Gemini, which means you are a full whole ass class of Gemini, like you're fully a Gemini, right? Because that's why when people like. Uh, a lot of people don't relate to their sun sign because some of us are mixtures, depending on what degree that your sun fell on. Daenerys. I'm sorry, she's trying to eat my fucking flowers. No, no, honey. I'm sorry, guys. But, um, okay. Um, but yeah, so when you're born in the first 10 degrees, you're, you're like a full-on ass Pisces. So you're a Pisces, Pisces, right? After you get from, let's say, like, what, 10 to 20, you're going to be a Pisces Cancer, and 20 to 30, um, you're going to be um, a Pisces Scorpio. So you see how, even though you know another person that's like your sign, right, they're going to be somewhat different, right, depending on where their degrees fell on. So as far as this, I hope like you guys understand, I'm sure you guys do. Obviously, I'm sure everyone who listens to this podcast is into astrology. 
So um, it says, let's take a detailed look at the deacons of Pisces. Once we understand the planetary influence on Pisces from this standpoint, it will give us a more developed picture. So keep this in mind, guys, for those of you who are Pisces or are dating one, married to one, have friends, whatever. This will help you kind of understand them. So February 19th through February 29th, you're the first uh, uh, decanate, which is Pisces, Pisces. So this says in this deacon, the terms are interchangeable and refer to the same three to 10 degree sections of Pisces. Um, Neptune is the planetary influence making people born under this deacon double Pisces as it is also the planet governing the sign as a whole. This, the deacon of imagination and intuition, Pisceans born in this deacon can practically read your mind and predict what you'll do in any situation. This fish will also have lives full of change and adventure. Double Pisces will have many lovers. Passionate and sensual, this variety of Pisces wants to experience everything there is to know the meaning of life better. At the part, at the, oh, at the heart of, the, of their exploration, is spirituality. Who they click with is usually someone of tremendous energy with super communication skills. Pisces Pisces also wants to know what their lovers believe in healthy living. Double Pisces are loyal lovers who need a little nudge to pitch in, but once they once the nudge is received, they're in for the long haul. Because this Pisces demands the pursuit of a healthy lifestyle, these fish will not look their age. Their health contribute contribute contributes to their need to explore and experience life to the fullest. Pisces. Pisces is also driven by philanthropy and service to their community. Humility is a hallmark for this decadent as it is self-sacrifice for the good of others. Pisceans were born to be caretakers, not just those who raise children, but to care for anyone who comes into their lives. So you guys are Neptune rules. So you're definitely much more, you're going to be double intuitive. You get all the double, um, you know, the you get all the benefits of having your planet of rulership being, you know, the main thing of the ruler of your sign. Okay, the next one is March 1st through the 10th. This is the second decanate, and this is Pisces Cancer. Ruled by the moon, people in this decanate enjoy the combined influence of Neptune and the warm, comforting moon. Those born in the position have a distinct sensitivity to the needs and emotions of others. This is where you'll find Pisces as it at, at its most balanced emotionally. In collaboration with Cancer and its ruling planet, fish in these 10 degrees of their sign has a sense of humor that keeps people rolling on the floor. Wacky and eccentric, these Pisceans always have a far-out creative idea to share. You'll say it's nuts, and then you'll see that someone else made it happen decades later. Do not laugh at these unusual but brilliant people. For the Pisces Cancer, love is all. It transports and transforms them, satisfying their their romantic natures. And the moonstruck Pisces Cancer adores all things beautiful from other humans to art to nature. They'll find common ground with others who take note of the details while most miss them in the rush of life. But this decanate is another but lonely, uh, anything but lonely when alone, comfortable in their skins and in their own company, they cherish their quiet times of solitude. Anyone wanting to get to know this special slice of Pisces will need to understand this aspect of the Pisces cancer. Lest you think that Pisces cancer is a navel-gazing hippie, understanding that these people are observers of all they see, transformative thinkers, they build better mousetraps. 
While not being particularly extroverted, Pisces Cancer's natural charm endears them to others. Quick-witted, they're engaging conversationalists. They're also by nature obligated to be ingenious and creative. Pisces Cancer is a Pisceans who proclaims, don't dream it, be it, because that's what they do best. When their destiny rears up, they're swept forward by it almost in the blink of an eye. So this is a very ambitious Pisces, um, in my opinion, because Cancer is, you know, it's a um, carnal sign, which is already has lots of ambition in it. So when you get this uh, mix with this, I feel like you get a very loving, caring, ambitious Pisces who's all about when they dream, they can do it, you know, as it mentioned. So the next one is March 11th to March 20th. This is the third decadent, and this is a Pisces Scorpio. Ruled by the forceful get-or-done planet Mars, Pisces in the third decadent satisfy the Piscean needs to work off the steam that can build up in them. Because this is the last decanate and the zodiac's last sign, these Piscean these Pisces are forces of nature. The momentum provided by the astrological cycle rebooting in adjacent Aries is powerful, making these Pisces dynamic information processors like soft computers. They suck up the data, spitting it out in a creative action once they've analyzed the input. Love is the word that matters most to Pisces Scorpio people. It motivates their actions and drives their decisions, understanding those around them. Almost incanely, they are the impasse. While this sign is very expressive with their views and opinions, they are also passionate listeners. Pisceans have a remarkable talent to inter, inter, interpret the fundamental meanings be, behind other people's opinions and therefore accept them. Pisces Scorpio needs to feel they matter, and anyone who can do this for them will find a deep and abiding connection with this love-focused uh, iteration of Pisces. Sensual and with a great appreciation of comfort, Pisces Scorpio takes domestic bliss to a whole new level. If people were hugs, it would be these people. Third decadent Pisces are visionaries with a strong orientation toward the practical. They're often gifted in science and technology, but mostly these folks just want to give of themselves wherever they discern a need. Fate is more active in the lives of Pisces Scorpio than planning. They know that the best laid uh, plans can go to pot in a heartbeat, and so they answer the calls of life as they come, often journeying to places others would never imagine, intellectually, spiritually, physically, adventures of the mind, spirit, and body, third decadent Pisceans. Don't suffer from the fear other mortals do. They've been there and done that, all of it. Next, I'd like to guide you through a discussion of the moon's influence on Pisces beyond the second de uh, de deacon and how it can create an interesting synergy and a rather different breed of what we believe is a stereotypical Pisces. So, yeah, so Pisces, uh, Scorpio, you guys are definitely going to be more, um, I feel like kind of hidden a little bit. Uh, you still have very powerful emotions, but you, uh, I feel like those are the Pisces that don't, like, they're, they don't allow it to be as vulnerable. They're a little bit more um, keepsake with it unless they meet someone who can, like, open them up. But, yeah, the moon signs is uh, very important. But as mentioned for the third time, I'm not going to read that aspect um, because we're going to be going through all of that in the moon aspect of the um, of the podcast so 
we will have to wait for that one. But for the next one, guys, of course, um, this is the last part, and I'm going to read what Pisces need to thrive so that we all can help support our fellow Piscean peoples. Um, it says, now that you've arrived at a more well-rounded understanding of the Pisces sun sign and how astrology influences us all as humans, it's time to talk about what Pisces needs to thrive in a world that can be unkind to the sensitive people born as fish. It's not as though there's anything wrong with them. Quite the contrary. There's plenty to love about Pisces. The problem is the sensitivity of this sign and the shyness which plagues many, if not all, born Pisces. So this chapter will explore what Pisces need to live their, uh, their best lives and how they can lay the foundation to have those needs met. Much of it has to do with personal feelings, but there's a need for Pisces to make sure that what they're what they're happy with they are and what they're doing. What? Did I read that right? But there's a need for Pisces to make sure that they're happy where they are and what they're doing. Okay, and with whom they're doing it. So the first one is self-acceptance. One of Pisces' greatest life challenges is accepting who they are and being in love with all that means. The reflective nature of Pisces continually prompts them to question themselves, their decisions, even to parse the world's the words that they've said to other people to make sure they haven't said the wrong thing. Pisces also labors under something of an inferiority complex, needing the reassurance of those around them to feel confident about who they are. But what that's really about is that is the Pisces tendency to to neurotic self-critique and self-discriminate. Yes, this is, this is a hard thing with uh, Pisces. Um, I know (laughs) That for me, I suffer kind of with um, with this is that I sometimes do need I, I need reassurance and um, sometimes <laughs> I think I can get on my husband's nerves or really just anyone because um, I, I just I just have to I, I just want to make sure that I'm not the only one in love or liking someone and then they just either hate me or don't like me. I guess that's an insecurity problem that I have, I guess. Um and I self uh I do self critique a lot and I I need someone I need reassurance to feel secure in a relationship or with anyone. I need to know that you understand my emotions for you and that you know how I feel about you. Put it like that. So I, I'm with you there, Pisces. But um, it says, remember my Pisces friend? She told me a story once from high school about a boy in her drama club. Of course, where else would Pisces be except maybe art class or creative writing class? This boy was always in trouble. His home life was difficult and he was a bit off the rails because of that environment, which included absentee parents and substance abuse problems. Of course, Pisces felt for this boy. While other kids at school weren't that interested in him and avoided him, lest they be tarred with the dysfunction brush, my friend became a confidant of his. Then one day, my friend and this guy were in the props room at the school theater, and dang it, if that boy didn't knock over and smash an old porcelain teapot to smithereens. The boy was terrified. He'd just come off an expulsion and knew that if he were caught for damaging a prop, the teacher would have a fit. My friend knew he was right, so when the drama teacher saw the smashed teapot, asking who had been responsible for the incident, my friend bravely raised her hand. Her impulse to protect this boy overwhelmed her common sense. 
She'd been one of the top students in that class and had believed the teacher would accept her version of events, but, but he not only knew better, he didn't like the boy. My noble Piscean friend was called into the drama teacher's office and dressed down. She was then kicked out of the class for the remainder of her time in senior high. Oh, wow, that sucks. This crushed her as she loved being in plays and performing, learning lines and taking on different characters, but the teacher would not be moved. She was kicked out. That's quite harsh, though, because if it was an accident, why? Wow, I mean, I can't even ask questions, but I just want to know what was his mindset on that? Like, because she didn't like the guy, he they punished the Pisces. I don't I don't understand it. But it says, after that, she abandoned any hope of involving herself in acting or dramatic pursuits as the hurt never healed. Oh, that's sad. That's so fucked up. Poor thing. It says, rather than allow the errant boy to own up to his mistake, my friend took on his punishment. While she never regretted preventing her friend from getting in trouble again, she always regretted losing her connection to the drama community in her school. This is the self-sacrificial, compassionate nature of Pisces. She took on the air of her friend, taking a fall that wasn't hers to take. And that's a serious problem. Unfortunately, one of the most pressing needs of Pisces is to believe that they are worthy of love, kindness, and compassion. Because Pisces is so deeply self-critical, many of its denizens struggle with self-acceptance. That failing can lead to acts like the one I've just described to you. Noble, yes. Smart, no. This is why Pisceans need cheerleaders who tell them when they've done something right that reminds them that they're good people with good intentions and worthy of all the compassion they show others. Pisces needs to understand that compassion for the self is the root of all other compassion. When it's not, Pisces can become cranky. All they need to do to fix their compassion fatigue is to apply that trait to themselves. So, yeah, Pisces, uh, you you just got to really believe in yourself. And because don't get me wrong. You need that reassurance here and there. You need someone to be able to be like, you know what, you did the right thing or, you know, something like that. Or, you know, you're, you know, a a compliment here or there. We're not, you know, you're not like Leo's where you need it 24-7, but you need it here and there. Just like the Virgo does. The Virgo needs to feel appreciated when they're doing things for people. They need to feel like people appreciate it. So they need people to be like, you know what, thank you for that. I really appreciate you, you know, you're, you're a great friend. And I appreciate that you did this, whatever it is for me, you know, you, they, y'all need that. Um, if you don't have that, um, it's really good to start building it within yourself too, because sometimes people aren't going to do that. And that's when you got to have that confidence to be able to be like, you know what? I am a great person. I am compassionate. I am loving, you know? You have to know deep within yourself what you are. You know, you're the only one who knows you from top to bottom, regardless. You know you. You know what you're feeling. You know what your intentions were behind the act that you did. If someone doesn't recognize that, that's okay. Some people don't recognize. Some people are not um, people who give compliments. And that's why we have to be able to have that confidence within ourselves to know right and wrong and what we're doing is the right thing and that we're a good person. Because if you depend on people all the time to tell you you're a good person and you're this and that, and then that stops, you're going to be very, you're going to be a very sick 
fish, pretty much. You're going to be a floating fish, you know, just floating there, letting the waves carry you because you're not getting that, you know, like, I don't want to say validation, but that reassurance that you need. So always, it's okay to want to get that from other people, but also, also make sure you have that in yourself too. It says, the next one is friends willing to listen and advise. Another pressing need for Pisces is to attract friends who will listen to Pisces as much as Pisces will listen to them. While Pisces is happy to dispense the advice and wisdom others come to them for, it's often the case that when Pisces needs a should, a should, oh, they misspelled it again. If they said a should, but I know it means a shoulder. This throws me off, guys. You guys know that. A shoulder to cry on, it's not theirs. This nurturing sign is the agony aunt of the Zodiac, but mothers everywhere will tell you that they have the same problem as Pisces. People don't believe they need that support. The kindness and embrace of the fish are sought out by all who know them. It's often the case, though, that no one's around when Pisces needs those gifts reciprocated. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The otherworldly aura of spiritual intelligence associated with Pisces often misleads people into believing that they'll figure it out on their own oh my god this is this speaks to my soul and that they're emotionally superhuman yes yes you guys yes let me explain that because this is something I discussed with like some of my really like deep down like family members and stuff especially my mom and some really close friends that I feel like I do. I feel like I'm here for everyone else and their shoulder to cry on and everything else. But then when it, when I need someone, where is everyone? Like everyone has ghosts. It's like, everyone's too busy or they're like, Oh, you'll be fine. You're strong. That's what I get all the time. Well, you're strong. You're good. You're, you're, you're good. You'll be okay. And it's like, um, but I'm not okay. (laughs) I need someone to listen to me, you know? And there's just some things that you don't, talk with your significant like your husbands or boyfriends and stuff with you need that feminine energy or you need that other support it's not even just feminine you just need someone else that's not your you know your lover to talk about things that they don't sometimes need to hear because some things you know you just shouldn't be complaining to your man or you know your girlfriend or anything about because sometimes they'll look at you like what this bitch thinks like this or what what the hell you know it's just you don't want to feel like you're putting all your burdens on them. They have enough already. Like, yeah, you can discuss certain things, but you don't want to just lay all of your stuff on them. And that's even with friends too. That's why I highly recommend getting therapy, having a therapist, because that's someone you can kind of just unload on and they, you know, they can kind of help guide you with what you're doing. But I truly, this is something that I always say, um, I talk to, like my mom about or like even my therapist um because it's just I do I sometimes I feel like I don't have the support that I give other people and it it just it it hurts me it it does it it hurts me and it makes me feel like nobody cares because people's always saying oh you're so strong you're this and that You, you got this you know um sometimes I don't have it and I need I need to I need people to understand that so let, let me, let me unload on you, let me, not unload, but let me just, just listen to me for once, you know, that's all I ask, and I'm sure that's all every Pisces, anybody with Pisces placements knows that we attract people with problems that we allow them to unload on us, but then when it's our turn, there's no one there for us, so. 
I, but it says, um, but fish, but fish are people too. Pisceans need the listening ear and the sympathetic voice of a caring person as much as anyone else does. Despite their status and old souls who've been around the block many times, Pisces is highly sensitive star sign. The Piscean needs to know there are people who will be there in their time of need. This can be a huge challenge for Pisces as many in their lives will misunderstand them often. Pisces Pisceans find themselves cast as flighty, out to lunch, and hippy-dippy. While this is true to an extent, those who do not have an open mind are missing out on the wellspring of beauty that Pisces can bring to their lives. Their love is endless, but it's easily bruised when these delicate creatures are not treated with the tender hands they need to be well in their skilly skins. That is a problem both of Pisces and those in their personal professional circles. A Piscean rejected, debuffed, Rebuffed, humiliated, or slightly is likely to hold a grudge. That grudge can endure until the apocalypse if you don't clear things up with your sensitive, watery friend. You're likely to find that your phone number has been permanently lost and that you're blocked on every conceivable social media channel. Because Pisces only gives a second chance to those who ask for them. If you're walking around with your head up your backside, walking, wondering why your Pisces friend no longer speaks to you, you're probably far too insensitive a person to be in the company of a Pisces. They won't be calling anytime, anytime again soon or unblocking you. So, yeah, um, if you treat Pisces like shit, they're not going to deal with you, to be honest. They're just not. And um, that's just how it is, how it's going to be for them. All right. So another one is creative outlets. Another key need for Pisces and the outlet for the balanced creativity of the sign. The creativity may, may take many shapes from painting to sculpture, to embroidery, embroidery, to writing, to engineering, to pottery, to politics, to dance. These guys have bright ideas, but how but about how anything unique can be improved with a dose of creative thinking. Um, with Without a locus for their endless ideas and inspirations, Pisces can become stagnant, resentful, and even depressed. That's why it's so important that they don't just work for its own sake. While we all need to work to make a living and support ourselves, Pisces needs to feel needs to find that their way into work situations that give them opportunities to let their creative cre- creativity shine. And that can mean just about anything. What it doesn't mean is working at a job that's repetitive and mundane that the Pisces turns off. This is often the reason that Pisceans, especially young Pisceans, can seem lazy in the wrong environment, leading to leading to them losing job after job. <clears throat> the same is true of Pisces at home. Television isn't enough for these folks. While, the, while they'll thrill to the design genius and exceptional writings of shows like Mad Men and Ratchet, they die a little inside when all their partner wants to do at night is a, is a slouch on the couch in front of it, the idiot box. Pisces would rather scribble down a great idea refinishing a piece of furniture or painting a mural on the living room wall than being crushed under the mundane weight of mass media and any day. That's important for people who partnered with Pisces to remember. A bored Pisces is a listless, uninspired Pisces who is likely to bolt. Besides work and home, Pisces needs to seek inspiration. Curious and exploratory, Pisces loves to learn something new or interesting. Whatever their passions are, they need to have an outlet, their inner genius, and to share it with other 
Uh, they're similarly connected, whether they're being part of a committee to beautify their town, com community theater, or church choir, or flower arranging class. Pisces must let that impulse out or lose the spark they're so well known for. Um, the next one is, um, let's see, uh, romance. Okay, the next one is romance. Okay, so romance isn't always about falling in love. Romance may be travel or even a wander through a local forest. It could even be a trip to the secondhand store, knocking off two birds with one stone. Beautiful vintage clothes inspire and light Pisces up, and even secondhand clothes nobody else wants. Pisces sees the potential to make something beautiful out of even the lowliest polyester leisure suit. And I can say that I feel like people who are Pisces, they're quite creative with how their style is. It's definitely not like, you know, anyone else's. And I appreciate that. I love clothes that, you know, like have its own unique, you know, like look that no one else can really copy. You know, I think it's beautiful and quite magical. Um, the thrill of the hunt satisfies their curiosity and the thrill of finding that they didn't even imagine oh what they didn't even imagine they needed to add to their wardrobe or home decor repertoire even more so for pisces when romance isn't about love it's about the open road or air travels to faraway exotic places living their dream is a huge motivating force for pisces taking them to distant unknown places where their only communicative tool is their brilliant smell and warm personality. Experience and the lessons that come with them are one of the best thing in life where Pisces is concerned. These add to their natural storehouse of riches, further enhancing the mysterious wisdom of the sign. So yes, Pisces is more focused on more of getting the memory and the experience and they love to travel like I don't know any Pisces <laughs> at least in my life that does not travel um so it's just kind of like you know they're, they're Jupiterian so that's where you kind of see some of that um Sagittarius where them and Sagittarius kind of get along with is that you know when it comes to Jupiter they love expansion they love to spread their wings they love to experience different things in life and learn different things in life. And that's where the Jupiter aspect of Pisces comes from because they truly, it's like if, if you don't have a Pisces that travels, they're probably going to be a very, not like, um, like a metaphorically, like spiritually dead one, because that's what they're, that's kind of what they're meant to do to really feel alive and really, you know, take life by, you know, the hands and, and showing their, their love for life. Um, it says for Pisces, there's nothing like seeing something few have ever uh, have seen or that they've waited to see their entire lives. My Pisces friend, for example, remembers her father taking her to the Louvre, Louvre in Paris as a child. She'd always, she'd always, I don't, there's so many, I'm sorry. There's so many, like, um, misspelling, like, in here, but she always 
wanted to see the Mona Lisa, and standing before it on that special day is one of her most cherished childhood memories. But when romance is, is about love, take care of the heart of Pisces. Intensely passionate lovers and partners, they're also deeply loyal. When these qualities are not returned by their partners, Pisces becomes more morals to the point of suicide. Um... It's difficult for tender Pisces to understand why their partner is so incapable of returning their intensity. So think twice about not being straight, straight with your intentions when approaching Pisces. If you're just in it for a fun night, then you'd best be very clear about that. Or you may never forget what Pisces will characterize as your dishonesty. You may even discover that you're widely known as a douchebag or a troll, a troll up. Now, that's why this also depends on the whole chart, because um, Pisces, I guess when they find the one, I would say that they're definitely more so of being loyal, but I, I don't know, I... <laughs> From what I've seen with Pisces, I feel like um, they're the ones who, um, not only them, but out of, you know, out of the water signs, they, they fall in love very easily, like very quickly. So when a relationship starts getting stale and bored, they're kind of like, like if they, let's say they're in a relationship, if they're happy and everything, they are loyal. But um, if there's like one little thing that's off, Usually, um, let's say the guy at work or something starts kind of flirting with them or whatever, they'll end up kind of falling for that. And then they'll end up, they'll basically end up having two relationships. Like I've read that earlier in a previous episode that they're known to have multiple relationships under their belts that no one knows about. And whichever one that they feel like more connected to or called to, then that's when they kind of whisk away. And they'll um, go with that person. And the person before who they were with doesn't really understand what happened because they, they didn't really communicate what's going on. They just kind of solely faded away. Like, you know, you hear that they always kind of like swim away. Um, they do that. So I would say if it's a Pisces that's really in love with the person and this is, you know, they plan on being with this person forever, then they will be loyal. But other than that, they are very known for, uh, you know, being in multiple relationships, as hard as that sounds. Uh, because a lot of, for some reason, um, I feel like Pisces gets cut um, some slack when it comes to these books. Like, always, like, loyal, so sweet and innocent and perfect and all this stuff. And it's like, nah, every, like, every sign has their issues, you know, like, every, you hear issues of every other sign, but for some reason, um, some of these people who write about Pisces, um, either only have, like, one friend, (laughs) one friend that's a Pisces, or don't know Pisces deeply, because I'm, I'm around a lot of them, and I see it, so, um, it just depends, like, it does with every other sign, so, Romantic love is, for Pisces, one of the most transcendent experiences of human life. But as they get older, many Pisceans despair of the utilitarian ulti- ult- approach to romance for too many people. Take. 
Um, they want all the bells and whistles. They want the hearts, the flowers, the waves crashing to shores, the palm trees swaying, and the band playing a tender melody. If you're not that lover, take a pass on Pisces or regret not having done so. Yeah, Pi- uh, Pisces, because um, obviously we know um, that they have a very fanatical view of what romance is. Like, it basically, they... they they assume that it's going to be like a Disney movie. And when it's not that, which it isn't, um, they get very disappointed and unhappy and all that good stuff. So you have to really be able to be, you have to be a romantic person uh, to be with a Pisces. You can't be someone who's not romantic because that's just not going to work for them. Um, To Pisces, life is one long romantic adventure with the Piscean ability to just roll and whatever life throws. Um, at them, they adore the surprise, surprises and sudden beauty of each day. They know the world is a rude, sharp-elbowed place. They know others don't necessarily understand their sunny smile and faraway eyes, but they don't care. They have lived through all the, all the other signs of the zodiac that infuses their spirits with an understanding of life's endless sweetness. While this reality makes many believe that Pisces may be a bit absurd, their understanding of the romantic tale of life inspires those around them to understand where the Piscean is coming from. It's a tremendous, glorious gift and one we should all aspire to learn how to emulate. Okay, another one, the next one rather is time to recharge, which this is like a no-brainer. We all know this is a very important aspect of being a Pisces and it has to be respected or else it's not going to work. So um, <clears throat> it says, introspective, sensitive Pisces loves to socialize, just not all the time. If Pisces isn't left to find their center in solitude, they may become not only ill, but testy. This is a sign perfectly happy to sit at home, talking to their pets, or creating their next great piece. Being semi-social, you'll see Pisces out and about when they're darned good and ready to do, do it. So I relate to this wholeheartedly because me, I am fine with being at home, creating, chilling with my cats, you know, that kind of stuff. But I also don't mind hanging out with my friends when I'm ready to. But if I do that all the time, like, you know, I know there was like, I don't know, was it last year, the year before last, there was like a weekend or a week where I was just around a whole, like a whole bunch of friends for the whole entire week, almost going on two weeks. And I that I was going to pass out because it's like I couldn't get time for myself. And so um, whenever that happens, if I overdo it instead of saying no, then I it ends up taking me like at least two whole weeks to just be by myself to really kind of recharge. I know it's long, but it's crazy. That's just how I am. It says, like a battery that has run down, the Pisces is never alone with their thoughts and can never rest from the world. They often have to recharge their batteries and recycle their energy. That recycling means rest, quiet, and peace. This this sign needs to feel truly whole. While enjoying a happy social life and having many friends, Pisces can't be continually with other people. Because of their intuitive nature, Pisces needs to withdraw to recharge, but also to analyze what they've learned in their social interactions about themselves and about other people. Reflection and tranquility is how Pisces people rejuvenate themselves, recreating their spirits when with other people. Too often, the energies they intuit, both negative and positive, can deplete them, leaving them in need of rest. While most of us take other people at face value, Pisces senses and then reads the undercurrents that lurk below the surface. 
so true. They can they can spot a narcissist, for example, a mile away. This prompts them to run in the other direction as a energy as energy vampires are Piscean kryptonite. But even people they love can wear them out. Exactly. This is true of best friends, family lovers, and even spouses and children. This is true because, like I said, like I love my husband dearly, but even like it's kind of nice sometimes, like when I'm by myself and he's like at work or with his friends or something like that and all that. And, you know, like seeing with like the kids and everything, like I need time to myself, um, here and there. So, um, but otherwise I, you know, I love being around him and everything else. It's just that, um, sometimes, especially when I'm really emotional and, um, you know, like kind of stressed out, I just need time to reflect and to just feel and not, you know, like make anybody else like feel miserable because he's a Scorpio and when I'm upset, he's upset. So I try to, that's why I try to kind of like not like cast that on him all the time. So Uh, for Pisces to be at their best, they need to let distance make the heart grow fonder. If this isn't understood by their nearest and dearest, and it often isn't, Pisces may rebel. While a nurturing, compassionate sign par excellence, um, Pisces can also turn off when they're not getting what they need. They can become cold, intolerant, and exhausted from all the human energies swirling around them. To the rest of us, those energies may seem relatively innocuous. To a Pisces, they're an existential threat. Even a night out dancing can be difficult for Pisces to recover from. They come home overstimulated and and unable to sleep. While they might not want the night to end, they know the price they'll pay in the morning for their revelry they've indulged in. Bad energies must also be considered. People with less than noble intentions coming into proximity with the Pisces will fill two holes burning into them from across a crowded room. These are the piercing eyes of a Pisces who has pegged them as bad news. Without a word, Pisces will know that these people are not on the menu for them or for anyone they know. That knowledge is not subject to the amendment because when Pisces has read ill intent, mendacity, or general nastiness, they will not be changing their vote for any reason. And this is true because I want to tell you guys a story about like this is, you know, with my previous relationship. a friend of his, um, and, um, his girlfriend at the time came to move in, uh, at our apartment that we were living in. And, um, I, I knew his friend, so I didn't mind his friend being there. His friend was, was chill, good people, didn't bother me. But the girl I knew from, you know, we went to high school together and I knew, like, just from, like, the way she treated and did things in high school to his friend, because she was dating his friend, of course, and, um, I just knew, like, when she, when he was, like, well, she's, she is coming, too, I was, like, I don't, I don't accept, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want her in the house, and he was, like, well, why? She's nice. I was, like, yeah, she's nice, you know, at first. And then she has a very nasty energy about her, very rude and treats, you know, his friend like junk. And I was like, I don't, I don't want that around, you know, like, I don't want, 
you know, a bad energy around in the house. And he was like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, no, you need to listen to me on this. Like, you're going to regret it. If you, if you invite her in this house, you're going to regret it. And he, he went against, you know, what I told him. Like, I know, like, the second I met her, like I said, she was, she was cool, but I didn't really connect with her because my intuition was just like, this is, she's not, she's not good news. And my intuition was right. Like, she was, you know, like, cheating on this man and doing it bluntly in front of all of us, screaming and hitting him and all this. It eventually turned into a domestic violence case where we had to call the police and everything. Um, And that's the only thing that got them out of there eventually. And that's why I was just like, I told him, I was like, never, please, please listen to me next time. So I was like, I told you, he was like, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be like, I was like, I, I literally try to warn you how she is. Like, that's like, that's just how she is. She's, she's a lot of drama. And I was very unhappy in the house. Um, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand to be there, but I didn't have a choice, obviously, because that's where I had lived at the time, but I just, you know, when I would go to work, I would just be so happy to be away from there, but it, sh- it was just a mess, so, um, when a Pisces knows, and, like, I'm a Pisces moon, obviously, you know, we know, when you have Pisces and those, and your big three, you fucking know, so, just, just listen to someone who, you know, is very intuitive. Now I can get if it's just on more of like a, a, like a hater kind of thing where someone's just being jealous. I get that because then it's like, you can't judge someone because someone's jealous of someone because they're pretty or something. Um, but other than that, it's usually not with, like that with a Pisces. So that's kind of more of like a Leonin kind of thing, like a shadow side of Leo. But anyways, um, they know, they know, and while people will often scoff at Piscean intuition, it's invariably the case that their immediate read of others pans out. Yes, Pisces knows. While those around them will poo-poo these instant readings, the conclusion that others will inevitably draw is that Pisces immediately read, read for the undesirable in question was correct. Not taking Piscean intuition seriously is a major source of frustration for this sign. Yet another reason they sometimes need to jump into the depths of the ocean to sit on a rock looking out to sea when it all gets to be too much. The next one is honesty and integrity. The deep spirituality of Pisces is sensitive to those who lie, manipulate, and treat others with anything less than respect. While Pisces can respectfully and even forcefully disagree, they will never disagree to the point of abuse. But when you fail to model honesty and integrity with a sensitive fish, you will find yourself cut off. This is not done to be cruel or to punish. This is done by Pisces to protect themselves and and those around them. No one likes to talk about this side of Pisces, but the hurt encountered by people under this zodiac sign when you do the wrong thing translates into instant ostracism you will not speak to your pisces again if they can help it pisces will avoid you into the end of the world when you bring ugliness into their peaceful compassionate sphere it's not even personal with pisces with the fish it's all about damage control intuitively equipped to to read the hearts of others with precision those who may cause Trouble are distanced, but Pisces only cuts the cord once they're evidence that they were right in their intuition. So this is what I was about to get on because I know a lot of people's like, what? I, you know, like Pisces are one of the most forgiving, which is true. P- 
Pisces will forgive a person, but once they get that evidence that the person is ill intent toward them, they are gone. And and no kidding, that is it. There is no coming back with them. Like once they find out that their intuition was right or that you that they find evidence that you truly had an ill intention toward them, you're done for. So if you are dating a Pisces in love with, the, you know, like anything that you're trying to crush, anything, do not fucking lie to them. Do not, you know, try to manipulate them or anything like that, because at first they're going to give you a chance because this is a compassionate sign. But once that compassion runs out, once they see that, oh, this motherfucker is basically, you know, like, let's say he was cheating, you know, like, oh, this and she meets the girl she they see that that's it that is it and if you really love them it's best that you either be honest and upfront with them and that way they can decide whether they want to do that again with you or not but if they have to find out in another way gone that that is it they're done for like so don't try to mess them over because a lot of people take their kindness for weakness. And while they're kind, they also have to protect their energy. They're so sensitive, you know, like any type of ill energy, they're going to be down, depressed, you know, like just feeling not good at all, you know, and that's something they need to protect from themselves because if they, if they stay in that kind of energy, Pisces can end up, like it mentioned, um, not only, um, getting addicted to drugs and alcohol to try to escape what they're feeling but you know the s word can happen and we don't need that we don't need that in life you know so um um okay so liars are transparent to pisces almost at first glance that man in the corner giving you the side eye he's a pisces who has detected a misalignment between your words and your actions you've never seen him before so what pisces knows Got a hefty ego, like to throw your weight around. Don't do it in front of the woman sitting at the bar watching you in the mirror. She's going to stay as far away from you as possible. And if you get out of line, she'll make sure to tell the others. No offense, just clean it up. Honesty and integrity are imperative to Pisces because they know when they're when you're lying. And they know when you're not true to yourself. A Pisces can spot a phony a mile away. And Pisces don't like phonies. Honesty is a virtue that's taken seriously by Pisces and integrity. Trusting others is right up there. And in the mind of the fish, these are the same thing. If you can't be true to yourself, you'll never be true to others. And that is fundamentally dishonest. Pisces having moved through all the other sun signs, understands that once once one of the greatest goals of human life is integrity and to live as you were created to live. People who can't understand this fundamental need of Pisces to expect the same honesty and integrity from others that they model needn't come calling. Okay, respect and understanding. So one of Pisces' greatest challenges is being misunderstood. Many read Pisces as flighty or disengaged from reality. Neither claim is true. Pisces is a dreamer. That much is true. But Pisces is also visionary, seeing into the hearts of humans and of matters great and small. That is no mean feat. While the world around Pisces is reaching the answers, Pisces has already arrived at the goal. But nobody listens. Bonus, I mean, bonus. I said bonus because I was thinking of in my mind. I was like, I got, don't forget to put bonus episode. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. 
Okay, but Pisces proposes a solution that sounds impossible or impractical. It is ignored until someone higher up the food chain clues in and then Pisces is proven right. This may not happen for some time, but the ability of a Piscean to see beyond is usually, if not always, vindicated. This is no explanation for this phenomenon, but that's immaterial. Once you've witnessed the prognosticating powers of Pisces, you'll never question them again. This is a predominantly third deacon quality. However, and if you don't know the if you can't remember what the third decadent is, that is Pisces Scorpio. However, all Pisces have access to this highly developed intuition, fully formed at the end of the astrological rainbow. And that demands respect. Just because you can't find an empirical pathway to explain explain it does not mean to say it's not true. You have eyes and ears. Let them teach you that when Pisces says something that sounds a little crazy, you had best take notice. Take my Pisces friend, for example. She not only knew in that special Pisces way that Barack Obama would win the presidency and serve two successful terms, she knew it years before he even announced his intention. She knew that cannabis would eventually flourish as both medicine and recreation. When she confided this to a group of political operatives at a campaign training session, she was laughed at. And it says who's laughing now is the last, this is the next one. My point is simple. Pla- place a bet on a Pisces prediction and get rich. Most people think they're crazy until they think they're geniuses. Wrong on both accounts. Pisces are powerful, intuitive thinkers who process creative thinking into predictive accuracy. So it's much more about creativity than it is about soothsaying if you're paying attention. When you finally submit to Pisces and their process, you'll discover a world of out-of-the-box thinking. That is the true impact of the way this sign thinks and acts. Pisces is so far out that they, they're right on time. Elon Musk is not a Pisces, but that's where his Neptune lives. You do, you do the math and tell me I'm wrong. Respect the Pisces. Understand that Pisces and reap spillover generous, generously splashed on you by this gentle a uh, prescient sign. When you know a Pisces as a friend, lover, family member, or colleague, you know a portal to the weirder reaches of the universe. Through that portal are the things others don't see. We suspect the existence of these things, so we make monster movies and write ghost stories and speculative fiction about the worlds we imagine might be out there. Somewhere Pisces sees those worlds with officially third eye. But Pisces, if you respect and understand the beauty of a sign, that lives in a type of knowledge that's not in a textbook, but in the stars and the selves of their bodies, will show you amazing places. Ultimately, what the Pisces needs more than anything is the freedom to swim in, in its eternal figure eight, both pulling and pushing, coming and going, uh, being and not being. This mystically invested sign is the terminus of the zodiac, the omega to Aries, childlike alpha, Understanding this complex is amazing sign. An amazing sign is key to understanding astrology itself. So that is it, you guys. That's it for uh the ultimate guide of um of an amazing zodiac sign in astrology, Pisces. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I just thought this would be nice for you know, I try to pick up little books like this because I feel like it's really nice when sometimes you can hone in on exactly what to expect and how to support 
our fellow signs. So um, Pisces was one of them. I have also Scorpio book and I'm thinking of trying to get all of these um, for each sign because I think it would just be helpful if possible. So you guys take care. I hope you have a wonderful day. What I'm about to do, I'm about to go work out. Then I have to take care of more business stuff like uh, getting some more jewels and supplies. Um, There's a few more jewels I need to pick up that I want to add to the store. And, um, yeah, so I hope everyone has a wonderful day. Uh, Make sure you nourish yourself well and take care of your body. Stay safe. You know, mask mandates have dropped. So make sure you really take care of your immune system. And, but I do love seeing everyone's smiling faces again. Um, but, um, again, if you want to purchase any crystals, um, right now there's still some crystals up. And I added um, a few, like the chrysocolla, the honey calcite, the jas- bumblebee jasper, and then I have still some um, an, uh, rose quartz aura, uh, I mean, aura rose quartz, um, blue, uh, aqua, aqua aura quartz, um, I have a hematoid in there, am- amphobal quartz, uh, clear quartz, and... Um, what am I missing? Oh, I have uh, two Veracruz uh, amethyst. One's in gold-filled uh, wire. The other one's in silver, um, uh, sterling silver. And I think, um, oh, and uh, I have, I've already mentioned the Aventurine and all that stuff. So those are still up. Those have not sold yet. If you want to purchase, uh, go to my store in, um, on Etsy. It's called Alari Sky Jewelry. And that's spelled A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E, jewelry. So you can't miss it. Um, I'd love uh, to see if you do purchase. I'd love to, if you guys send me a picture or something so I can see how it looks wearing it. And that way I can put it on the store IG. I do have a store IG, which is called Alari Sky. It's spelled the same, just without the E at the end of Sky um, on Instagram. So yeah, um, please join me and, or support my little business. And I hope you guys have an amazing day. And I love you guys so much for your support for this podcast. Truly. I can never say that enough, but I truly do. And the funny thing is March 19th is the two year anniversary of this podcast. It started on March 19th, 2020. I did not realize um, that until I looked back after the 19th on 2021, so I didn't get to do a year celebration. So I definitely want to try to do like maybe some kind of nice bonus episode or maybe like a reflection or something of of something of, um, you know, on that day. So I'm excited. This is a Pisces return podcast, so it's pretty funny, but I love that. Um which is also, I just noticed, I have a Pisces sun, Pisces moon, um, <laughs> a natal chart for my crystal business, which is pretty awesome. But you guys take care. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe. I love you so much. Bye.